everyone. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am so excited to continue our, I don't want to call them quarantine shows. We're not really in quarantine, but we're like doing it from my house. We're really excited to have a table in front of us. If you are watching on the YouTube channel, I have a whole group of people sitting with me. Uh, we're going to be having an amazing event. We're going to be doing an omakase what is that, Naomi? What are you talking about? Don't worry, I'll fill you in in just a couple of minutes. We're going to be having an Amakase event. We're also going to be talking on the phone to Amy Zidelman. Zidelman, right, Amy? Zidelman. Okay, right. I said it right. Zidelman, uh, she's in Philadelphia right now. We're going to be talking to her. And all the way from Chicago, we've got Miriam Schreiber. We're going to be talking to her about her amazing trip upcoming to Dubai, the latest. Uh, holiday destination. <laughs> um, so we're, uh, we're going to be talking to her in a little bit. But for those of you who don't know me and tuning in for the very first time, hi, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food all the time. I love to shop for it, eat it, cook at restaurants, eat at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a kosher personal chef. I cook for people for Shabbos, Pesach, yeah, can you believe I'm already saying the P word, Pesach? But, you know, I did write a Pesach cookbook and I do run a Pesach catering business. So I can talk about Pesach even though it's still January because Pesach is not that far away. I think it's 11 weeks from tonight when you guys are listening to this. Am I making you all schwitz? Okay, I'm schwitzing too thinking about. <laughs> um, okay, so any, I love to hear about your traveling as well. So I hope you'll tune in every week and uh, join me and my amazing guests and sharing of great food ideas and recipes. But I want to hear about your experiences too so you can email me uh naomi at nachamsequel.com i love getting your emails um i really i really means the world to me you guys know who you are um ruvain especially uh, gives me comments um every week um and they're really a big thank you um and we're very excited about uh the communication we have going on with all our amazing guests okay i've said amazing a lot this morning because it's going to be an amazing day because in front of me i have a great crowd and we're all really hungry um we're going to be having as I said, uh, some omakase, uh, chef's choice. It means chef's choice, so you're going to want to stick around. But in meanwhile, let's talk to Amy. Uh, Amy's done a lot. It's really hard to introduce her. She is, her new title, and I'd like to welcome her to the, to the cookbook club, is The Tchini Table. She wrote an amazing book called uh, Go, Be, Go Beyond Hummus with 100 Recipes for Every Meal. I mean, my goodness, it doesn't get better than that hummus at every meal and tchina. Um, she also developed, along with her sisters, a line of um, tchina. Um, I actually got it in the kitchen. I'm going to ask maybe my daughter to grab it for me. I left it in the kitchen. I um, mean, you know where it is up top in the cabinet up there, I think is the, the sum tchina. Um, and she has sourced the best sesames across the world to make this. And she's now written a book. Welcome, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be connected, even just by phone. I know. It's it's hard to travel these days a little, even though, like, I'm getting out a little bit. Um, oh, thank you. Gabby actually just ran and got me. My daughter's actually going to be on the show today, too. So um, she just ran and got me your um, Sesame pre Premium Single Source Tchina Original and the chocolate one. So Oh, delicious. The chocolate's my personal favorite. Okay. But the cookbook, the Tahini Table, um, is 100-plus recipes for how to use yeah, original plain tahini or tahini um, and anything from breakfast, lunch, dinner and your meals in between. Oh, I love that. I, I love tahini. So my mum's Israeli actually. So she, we always ate a lot of tahini and chalva growing up. 
That's great. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people in um, other Western cultures are less familiar with tahini. Um, tahini in the States was a very underappreciated ingredient for many years. I would say it probably had its most notoriety amongst the vegan or kind of more hippie community here or those with parents of Middle Eastern descent. Um, and it was actually because my middle sister, Jackie, moved to Israel, ended up following, falling in love and marrying an Israeli in the tahina industry there that um, opened the door for my sisters and I to bring high quality tahini here to the States. Well, you have done that. Um, so you and your, let's talk about how your company started. It's called the Sooms. On the back of her, each jar is a picture of Amy with her two sisters, Shelby and what's your other sister's name? And Jackie. And Jackie, right, who who married the Israeli. Um, so there's and which is I love this picture because I've got four daughters. So I like to think they're just as close as you guys are, which I know is you guys are so cute that you even put your picture on the back of your label. Um, so how did you start it? How did the three of you decide to you know get this going? So the three of us um, come from a long lineage of entrepreneurs. Both of our parents were entrepreneurs. Um, three quarters of our grandparents had their own businesses. And so we joke that it kind of ran in our blood. But in fact, my oldest sister, Shelby, studied business. Um, middle sister, Jackie, married a tahini expert. And I, coming out of college, just needed a job. So why not, you know, start a tahini company, we ignorantly <laughs> thought. Um, but it was through our relationship with Omri and his family and understanding, A, the difference between high-quality tahini that was appreciated in Israel compared to the types of tahini that was available here in the States, and also growing to appreciate and, uh, and love tahini's versatility and health benefits that really inspired us to want to make tahini a more popular pantry staple in the American market. So we set out, uh, the idea came about in 2011. We did a year and a half of market research, including traveling to Ethiopia, where the sesame seeds for sum tahini grow in the northwest region, the Humera region there. And then we brought in our first import. Our tahini is still pressed in Israel um, to sum specifications. And we brought in our first import in May of 2013 and just started, you know, um, excitedly introducing tahini, sum tahini to anybody really that would listen. And from there, it's been almost eight years and we've uh, we've grown a lot, which has been very exciting. It's an absolutely fantastic story and what a journey. What was Ethiopia like? Ethiopia is amazing. They're a very hospitable culture. Um, they're a very proud culture. Ethiopians take a lot of pride in the fact that they were never um, officially conquered by any European nations. Um, there was a strong Italian presence there for a long time, but never officially colonized. Um, they're very gracious hosts. Uh, they're very, you know, hardworking. Um, going up to the sesame fields, especially, while I didn't go there on some of my first trips, I had the pleasure of traveling over to the fields in 2017. And it was just amazing to see. I mean, these sesame seeds are still cultivated by hand. And so um, it's phenomenal to see, A, how many people work in the fields, um, the process for cutting and then drying and then shaking out the seeds and, and really gave me an even deeper appreciation of um, the attention and the process that goes into, you know, that final jar of tahini that we have sitting in our pantry. So it was an amazing experience. I, I love traveling. Yeah, I love traveling too, and I love seeing where food is grown and sourced. I have Naomi Ross with me, who is uh, also a, a, a food uh, expert and a food 
blogger and a future hopefully cookbook writer where she's trying to get a book off the ground and she's so talented and we love hearing you know about how food is sourced um what is the difference between good tahini and bad tahini like good sesame and bad sesame what are we looking for so it's similar to coffee or wine right the region where sesame seeds grow produce a different flavor profile consistency this white humera seed that grows in the humera region of ethiopia is coveted specifically for tahini so it's one of the only sesame seeds in the world that's harvested only for pressing into tahini right people aren't buying it to make sesame oil with it or anything like that um and so it's the ratio of the sesame oil to the rest of what we call the sesame meat if produces a light brownish um, cons- um you know uh, light brownish colored tahini and it also has a very homogeneous distribution of the oil to the rest of the tahini product so even though tahini like any natural nut or seed butter separates naturally you want that oil to be re you know to be easy to reblend um high quality tahini though also is based off of the process and the machinery used for pressing the tahini and of course how fresh it is right the more fresh the tahini, the better. So uh-huh. Zoom works really hard to work with, A, the best machinery um, in Israel to produce our tahini to our specifications, and also to produce it as often as possible to keep the product available to the American market as fresh as possible. Amazing. Absolutely incredible. I love hearing this. Okay, what can I just ask? Maybe it's a silly question, but I'm sure other people might be thinking this too. What is is it a sesame plant? Is it a sesame tree? Is it a sesame bush? What is it? So it's a it's a sesame stalk, a plant. A um, it looks similar you know similar that? to wheat. Yes, and so actually, if you have the tahini table, um, yeah, uh, some this is photographs that I was able to. Um, to take, we hired a, a very lovely Ethiopian photographer to join us on our trip up through the up through the Humer region. And on page seven in the introduction about tahini, I'm, you I'm, can see a stock. It, it, the the oh, large okay, field okay. kind showing of look it. like wheat. I'm, I'm holding my book up. It, yeah. it looks like a wheat stalk, and these sesame seeds grow in those pods that you see. I like to describe them as almost like raw okra, right? And so, um, actually, you know when a sesame stalk is ready to harvest because it kind of pops open. Um, it's a it's a theory, it's a myth, I guess, that that's where the, um, the saying open sesame comes from. And oh. so those little pods, you can literally pop them open when they're, you know, when they're, when they're ready and pour fresh sesame seeds right into your hand. It's actually... Oh. Oh my god! Um, I would love to do that. Phenomenal experience. Oh my gosh! I would love to do that. And here in her book, I'm holding up. Let's talk about your beautiful, beautiful book. Your gorgeous, gorgeous photography. How long did this take you to put together? Wow. Well, I was just thinking about this because my son now is two and a half years old. And when my co-writer, Andrew, and I were working on the proposal, I was still breastfeeding. So it's been over two years <laughs> since the idea came about. Oh, wow. Um, and then um, our, our, our we, wrote it, we wrote it for about a year. The photo shoot, I worked with an amazing team, Jillian Gayette, based here in the Philadelphia area, and also Lisa Russell, an amazing food stylist here in Philly as well. Um, and that whole production production took almost a month of shooting uh, these 100 recipes I can um, and there from there right you hand it over to the publisher and their creative team to work their magic and yeah. I'm just so thankful I mean the photographs it, themselves just really bring the quality and the inspi- inspirational qu- you know qualities of tahini to life for me so it's something I'm I'm really it proud of it is gorgeous 
it's just bursting with Carly when I like, I know when I did my cookbook, um, my photographer Miriam Pascal said to me, you want to lick the pages and yes. eat the pages. This is what we've got going. This is what we want to do here. And it's just beautiful. Um, are these your own original recipes? Some of your mum's recipes? So they're mostly my own original recipes that I got to develop with Andy. I mean, before writing a cookbook, I was not one for specific recipes. My mom always taught me to just do a little of this, a little of that, right? And kind of cook by feel. And so Andrew was great to really help me, um, you know, I guess, codify these into pure recipes. But one of my favorite and most um, personal recipes is actually the chicken dish that you'll see on the cover. It's called Mom's Chicken because oh, okay. my mom and I developed this recipe together um, back when I for, when we first started Zoom and my mom was constantly complaining of, for more things to use tahini for. And so we found a recipe in the New York Times for a turmeric chicken, but it used Greek yogurt um, as the as the marinade and since we keep kosher we thought to make a tahini sauce instead of the greek yogurt and it instantly became one of our favorite ways to prepare chicken um here we've added in roasted chickpeas and some sauteed and quick pickled and cooked um red onions and it's just a it's a phenomenal dish. everybody on at my around my table now getting ready for the you know this full show that we've got going on is drooling over the pictures and everyone's like abraham saying to his wife samantha make this shabbos make this shabbos we caught that everyone is like really excited i know that uh it's it's just a gorgeous book beautiful beautiful cover and michael solomonoff and stephen cook are um Oh, how do we, how even talk about them? They're like, <sighs> they set the bar for modern Israeli cuisine. They have a restaurant called Zahav in, uh, out in Philly, but he's an Israeli, uh, he's an Israeli, Israeli born chef. American yep. chef, right? Israeli yep. born American yep. chef. And he uh, he's just very talented. And he likes, he started this whole movement here in America about Israeli cuisine. And um, he wrote your forward. So that's really incredible. Yeah, Michael's such a mensch. He was he and Steve, um, the entire Zahav team and their restaurant since have been instrumental in helping us build credibility, not only for our company, Sum Foods, but for tahini as an ingredient itself. And so uh, they were actually, I kid you not, our first customer. I mean, right when I got my first import, I brought a sample to Michael after connecting with him um, during our market research stage. And he was very gracious to receive samples and then chose Sum as his tahini. And we've been working together ever since. (laughs) That's like um, unbelievable. Winning an Academy Award, the Medal of Honor, you know, all the highest honors you could get from Michael ordering your Zoom, you know, that you're your number one. So amazing. Amy, this is really beautiful book. Everyone should go grab a copy. Amazon, where else can they get it? Amazon or on our website, sumfoods.com. Um, you can also grab the, you know, ingredient, the number one ingredient tahini needed on both of those platforms as well. We are distributed in quite a few stores, but primarily between DC and New York. So you can try our website, sumfoods.com to also see where Sum is sold. Okay. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much, Amy, for joining us. It was lovely Thank to you. chatting. I hope we can get to meet up again soon. I hope so soon. Thank you so much and have a great show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Amy. Oh, wow. Amy Zeidemann from Philadelphia talking to us about her incredible book, The Tahini Table. I literally, this is right up my alley. Can they get a mic, that handheld microphone? Um, let me just welcome Naomi Ross. Naomi Ross cooks on Instagram. Hi, Naomi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. 
excited for this little omakase? I'm very excited. I've always loved sushi of all kinds, and omakase is very exciting to watch. It's very exciting, right? Yeah. Uh, what did you think about the the? How impressive is I that? R- I remember you're talking about Zoom. Yeah. I remember when they first started, and we met them at Belinda's food blog yes, event. Yes, and I remember get, tasting a sample of their tahini, and I remember thinking, like, wow, this is like in a different category. Yeah, yeah. And you are totally right on for them to have Michael endorse that from the beginning is like Medal of Honor from yeah. the president or something. Yeah, that's you know? amazing. amazing. Okay, thank you for joining us. Joining us now is my daughter Gabriella. Hi, hello. Gabby. Hi. How are you? Good. Excited. For I'm this. so excited to be here. So, so Gabby was actually the first person to teach me about what Amakase is because she represented a company when she was doing design, graphic design, right? At yeah. PR. Um, do you want to tell everyone in one sentence what you told me it was? Uh, so omakase is it means like the chef's choice. I yes, think, right. Okay. So like um, the chef um, kind of puts different um, pieces of sushi in front of you, and it's uh, it's dinner with a show, and um, and can. it's a foodie a new foodie experience that I'm really excited is now like being brought into the kosher world. Thank you, Gabby. She did a very good job. <laughs> Give my daughter a round of applause. Yeah. Is this the first time you've been on the radio, the, on the network with me? Yeah, I think so. I think you were very little when I started. Yeah, right? like ten years more. Yeah, nine years. February would be nine, nine years. Nine years. Yeah, right after Yeshiva Week. Wow. Yeah, we came back from that trip with the burgers when we went. Oh right, right. Wow. Yeah. So I think a week later I started. So all right, thanks. Well, you guys can keep that. Without further ado, I'm going to introduce Abraham and Samantha. They are the owners of, how do I pronounce it? Masuda? Masuda Omakase. And welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Thank Our you very pleasure. much for having us. Thank you. Um, okay, so you had to, you know, be, you had, I said sit tight. We've got a little <laughs> intro to do and another <laughs> interview. Um, so I invited Naomi and Gabby because they both love fish and food and and. and as I said, Gabby was the first person to introduce me to Omakase. So when Samantha had reached out, I'm like, oh, I actually know what that is. So, so um, And then we met. You had a – why don't you take it away? Talk about the place in Manhattan when it was open. Yeah, so we had a party at Elsie Rooftop and we – Where's Elsie Rooftop? Where's Elsie Rooftop? Is at 39th and Broadway. And uh, we did a partnership together. And to do every Thursday over there, once a week or twice a week, depending. Um, and uh, we uh, we did parties over there with we did a single event, a very big single event, about you know forty people. Very nice over there, and uh, um, we did very very well. And now COVID. And and now, now, yeah, now uh, COVID stopped. Now this yeah. was yeah. when it was a little yeah. less. So, right. right, and so it was yeah. outdoors. See, it's the rooftop, so it was, yeah. you could have an outdoor dining right. exactly. experience. Right. Yes, exactly. yes. Feel COVID, you know, safe. safe. Right. Um, and I think I was lucky enough to attend one of the COVID dinners that you had. COVID dinners, I don't like to say that, but COVID <laughs> friendly dinners, you know, with uh, being outdoors. There was drinks, there was um, yeah. a, a makase, and so normally we go to people's homes, um, but we have a minimum. So um, a part of the reason why we did Elsie was because so many people wanted to come, but they didn't have 10 people to get together. They wanted to go on a date night or, you know, something. So Elsie, you could make a reservation for any amount that you wanted, like a, a regular restaurant. 
Um, and it was a pop-up in a very good location. Gorgeous views. Yeah, gorgeous. Beautiful place. Honey Applebaum was my date busy yeah. in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so hopefully when COVID calms down again, we're going to start up yeah. again. Uh, up, yeah, and hopefully, yeah. you know, when it's not so cold outside. Also, exactly, so. yeah. Okay, so I'm a Kasi. Why don't you go a little bit more detail about and then how, how you got started? So I started first off, so... I was stuck in, in the house for a whole month with me and my wife. And uh, I was, you know, thinking what to do for, you know, what to do for the future, you know. And my parents were not happy that I was doing this business because it's a very tough business. Right, restaurant business. Yeah, yeah. it's a very hard what business. This is, yeah, yeah. So I started and said, you know what, let's, let's, let's just get started. Let me see, because I wanted, we were craving for sushi. So let's call like let's call a chef to come over to our house and start. And they found the perfect chef. That's uh, so Chef Yama. Yay! <laughs> I already had a sampling this morning. <laughs> at nine thirty. At nine. At nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I found Chef Yama, and so I liked him, and so we did friends and family, and see how it goes. And my family liked it also. So I said, you know what? Let me just try and put it on Instagram. Let me see how it goes. Right. I put it on Instagram and it just blew up. It blew up. It yeah. blew up. So the concept is that a chef, like Chef Yaman, comes to your house. He sets you up in at your kitchen table, your dining room table, around an island in your Correct. kitchen. And you have to eat exactly what he puts on your plate. So it, when, when they say omakashi chef's choice, it's literally his choice of what you're going to eat. So he'll make for you a tiny sampling. And then you have to eat that. Then he'll make something else and you have to eat that, right? You have to go, th like, you go through 12 courses? 12 pieces. Uh, it's, it's 12 pieces. Yes. But it's, like, it's one appetizer. One appetizer. It's one appetizer. Uh, two at and a head roll. Okay. So, we thought... Sushi. I don't know if you ever saw that documentary. Which one? Hero Dreams of yeah. Sushi. Oh yeah, I saw that. I, I've it's never very seen cool. that. Oh my gosh! If Do you I like sushi, you have to see it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It. Okay, I will. Yeah. He's in Japan in like a subway station. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. And, and you and you you don't tell him what you're ordering. If you're lucky, you get a seat in their restaurant. Yeah. And and he makes what you you eat what he puts in front of you, and then you're happy about it. And that's it. Oh, wow. Even, yes. it's amazing. amazing. I heard only good things about that place. But. Oh, wow. Incredible. Okay, so we... Ha we have a movie night planned out, Mom. <laughs> yes, Gabby. We are so going to watch that. Okay. Uh, we're in Tokyo. He's in Tokyo? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's in, in Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah, Tokyo. Gabby, we missed it. <laughs> Darn. Okay. Um, we, Gabby and I were uh, on uh, Miriam Schreiber's Legacy Tours. Miriam's going to come on the show, uh, the second half of the show. Um, and we went to Japan and we got to eat some pretty good fish. We went to the, we sent a mashkiach to the fish market in Osaka. Yeah, Osaka. In Osaka. Osaka. Had, you know Osaka? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we, we went we for our honeymoon, honeymoon also. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Abraham so. has been obsessed with sushi forever. He wanted to open up a restaurant for years and years. This is much better. He no overhead. He went to culinary <laughs> school. Yeah, so. <gasps> really? Yeah, so no one, you know, no one wanted him to be in that business because it's extremely hard. Yeah. So then during COVID, he's like, listen, I'll do it. I don't need anyone. I'll do it myself. I don't need help, you know, so. A team was formed. He, exactly. You have a supportive wife. Thank you. An amazing chef to work with you. And, and let's go. Okay, so why don't we going to... We're, I'm going to try to describe for you what's going on. A lot of you watch on our YouTube channel. This might be the time to, if you're used to listening us, to us on the app and on the um, 
website on your computers. Today will be a good time to maybe go back or remember to go back and watch this happen on our YouTube channel. It's Nachum Siegel Net, and you will find us. Um, also on the NachumSiegel.com screen, you, this is also posted for the each week we update it from. But uh, go and watch it. Hit, you know, hit, click on the icon on the right. It'll take you straight to the YouTube channel. And um, all right, Chef, what are we going to do today? All right, so try to describe for us. Okay, first appetizer, we're going to start. Okay, hey, let's give him the microphone. Sure. Abraham, I, yeah, I yeah. forgot about that part. Like, Okay, so I thought, okay, I'm having the chef. He's gonna, um, Abraham's going to hold the mic so he can go up. ZK is an amazing engineer and producer. He's just got this. He's here with two cameras. I said, ZK's going to be a really easy show today. And I'm like, he's probably like, Naomi, this is like a big deal. <laughs> okay, go, go, chef. Okay, for first course, we're going to start with the appetizer. We start with the masuda palm. Inside, we have tuna, sushi rice wrapped with the avocado. We serve with the sashimi dressing and sweet soy sauce. Okay, let's go. Okay. Oh, that's great. So you can put that down. So he is putting that all together uh, while we continue our chat. Um, yeah, you focus on him and we'll be, be the background chatting. Okay, fantastic. So how do you, how do, um, how do you get your kosher license and all that? Uh, I have actually uh, a mashiach that comes in often. It's the, his name is Dave, Rabbi David Schwey. Okay. And he comes check out everything is kosher and make sure everything is good. Okay, so he comes in. Okay. And how did you guys meet? Uh, you know, from mutual, uh, you know, we have some little connections here and there. We found it's all about the here. connections. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, and and where do you get all your ingredients from? Like, because we were talking to Amy, like you want the best of ingredients, of right? Yeah. So how do you get that together? So our fishes are from Japan. Uh, they're actually from shipped from Japan. And You're familiar all, with that. Yeah, you yeah. went to the fish market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So all our fishes are from Japan. So where do you get it from here? So we have, they have, Can you they tell have us? vendors here. They oh, have yeah, vendors. Yeah, 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 they have vendors. Yeah. <laughs> we can't give away. And we go and, you know, we do by quality and we bring it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's the hardest ingredient to find? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah, I'm not What is the hardest ingredient? Mostly it's like fresh fish. We have like imported like different Japanese fish. Like we have the Japanese red snapper, sometimes we get the golden eye snapper, you know, so it depends the seasonal, what fish fresh available in the market. Seasonal, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. What's the fish that's available all year round? Here, pass it around because, you know, we're on the clock. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can we get a view on this? Um, ZK, let's get a shot. Can we get a picture right in this bowl here? We're trying to get ZK to zoom in. Okay, while we eat... Um, we've had all kinds of people on the show, and ZK and I have eaten a lot of stuff. Is it? Is they make? They made a fourth one, right? You made a fourth one. A yeah. fourth one, yeah. Because this guy's got to eat too. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next, okay, if you can, yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't worry, we have. We have. Yeah, we've got you covered, ZK. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna like, and it comes with a cute little mini spoon. Okay, and inside. I'm breaking it open, and inside this bowl of rice is tuna, and it's topped with avocado. We've got this special sauce. Okay. We made them. I made my brachas before. Mmm. <laughs> it's so good. This is amazing. Oh, my goodness. This is really delicious. 
You see the difference with a fish? Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I always try to tell students that. What? Microphone? Microphone, right here. You talk, I'll chew. <laughs> I always try to tell students when we're doing sushi classes, they're expecting to be able to produce at home what they get in restaurants. And I, I don't want them to, I don't want to burst their bubble, but I'm like, listen, what you're, the kind of sushi fish you're getting in, in a supermarket is not comparable to what they're getting in, in the best sushi restaurants because you'll never see that tuna. It's, it's too hard to come by and it's too expensive. I heard the best tuna never even reaches American shores. It gets bought up, right? It's true. it's true. And look what they, can I just say, the table, they decorated the table. They came, they put down some centerpieces, centerpiece, Japanese-inspired centerpieces. It's beautiful. Thank you. Okay, you keep, keep making, keep making, sure. because we can't, <laughs> we've got to have action, you know, while we talk, okay. and you make, and we talk, you know. What's we eat, we eat. The first time I met Naomi was like about five years ago. And she taught me how to make sushi yeah. <laughs> in the Trump Doral on Passover. Yeah. You remember that? I loved every single minute on that program. And oh I was God, working. I, and I worked really hard. Yeah. They run the best programs. I'm waiting to see what they're up to for this year. Well, maybe we'll try yeah. to get them in on the show in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. They better do the sushi again. I'm quinoa. sure. Wherever they do, wherever they go, they always do an amazing job. I feel like all, a lot of the Pesach programs, they do amazing. But yeah. I can speak from experience that, you know, wherever I've gone, whether it's Gross and Schachter or with, with Ram, um, it was always beautiful. Um, but, you know, we, we have a lot of fun with food. And you yeah. can be – you can be um, – creative on Pesach like run a sushi class yeah. people are like what do you do on a Pesach program I'm like I teach sushi classes yeah. what with rice I'm like no quinoa <laughs> it's not the same as you know it's definitely not the same but I actually oh, but it was fun I need a fourth one for everything <laughs> yeah okay great just yeah okay okay we'll make four for everything yeah yeah four right because we said four I just four, want yeah. I want to save one for one for ZK one for my husband okay <laughs> I have to so take Make four. Yeah. This is, this is okay. So we're just, you know, making sure that all the production team is fed and the, um, you know, the husband. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. My husband has been Can't working home since him. March. Oh, my God. The, the, his office in Manhattan has not opened up yet. It's crazy. My husband has also been working from home. Also, Naomi's husband but, also. But he likes it better because someone, either me or my daughter, will, like, fetch him lunch. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been making – I've been like making – no, no, no. You can put that. I just need the microphone. <laughs> yeah, you keep that headset on. We just need to pass this around. Yeah, your husband has also been working from home. My husband's been working from home. I think he thinks it's an upgrade because at some point during the day, someone like slides food in front of him. Oh, yeah. My husband feels, loves it. He feels like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I yeah, can deal yeah. With it. It's great. He loves it. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So what have we got up next? So we got next is uh, tuna tofu. Chef is on the move. This is a special. We take piece. away the bowls, okay? This one is tuna tofu. Tuna tofu, okay. Tuna with tofu. Tuna tofu sauce. Okay. What's the glaze? The glaze is homemade soy sauce. Home. He makes his own soy sauce. Right. What's soy sauce made of? Yeah. What is soy sauce made out of? It's soy sauce with the mirin and sake. Mirin and sake. You and had us at sake. Sake. <laughs> sake is Japanese wine. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
So does okay. I want to hear from my audience. Um, does anybody know how to use chopsticks? Okay, we can all use chopsticks. My dad, my, I grew up in Australia, clearly. Um, my dad, my parents have Chinese food, but there was no Chinese restaurants when I was growing up, so they made their own Chinese food. They taught themselves. Um, and they went to Chinatown and bought all the dishes and everything. Um, and from a young age, my parents taught us how to use chops. I'm not very good, but, you know, I can, I can flick it, but when I pick it up, it's a bit... When I was a kid, my father used to take the wrapper... The from those uh, chopsticks, and he would roll it up and take rubber bands for Oh, um, making like kitty ones, like yeah. like the training wheels. Exactly. Okay, so you have to do it in one bite. Do you have, do you do it in one bite? Is a is there yeah. a way to eat it? It's one bite. It's a one yeah, bite. Yeah, yeah, so one you're not bite. supposed to like bite it in half. You eat you eat the whole thing. Um, if anyone has more questions about omakase and what it is, you can feel free to like you know reach out to us and I'll put you in touch. Yeah, and how can people we'll find all you? your questions. Um, you could find us at Misuda underscore Omakasi on Instagram. Or? Or you could email me at Misuda Omakasi at yahoo.com. And, mm. yeah. Are, are you able to get... Wait, microphone. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I was younger, we were able to experience Toro, you know, like that fatty, the yes. fatty tuna belly. We yes. had it. I haven't had it in any of the sushi restaurants here. Yeah, have, we are, have you're it. Able oh, we to have it tonight. You're going to have that, some today. Oh, oh, Naomi's oh going to cry. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it melts on your tongue. Yeah. Amazing. yeah. Amazing. It's so Amazing. funny. When we were in Japan, it was not people's – when we did a, a sushi demo in the morning, um, we actually had a sushi chef come down um, uh, to make – to slice up the, the tuna and the – uh, salmon. Um, we didn't even have it with rice. We just had the raw fish. Um, and he bought Toro, but people did not like the fatty fish, right, Gabby? Right. And like me, you, and Abba, we were like standing around, like drooling, just eating the whole thing. Right. And people are like, what? That's what you like? And we're like, yeah, try some. And he was also slicing the fresh wasabi. Remember right. That? Yeah, we had fresh wasabi. So, that was cool. Because what, in America, wow. wasabi is not the real thing, right? Oh, look what he's doing, everyone. Okay, grab it on camera, grab it on camera. He is torching now the top of the fish. He is setting it on fire. Oh my goodness, guys. <laughs> this is such a cool experience. If you're looking for something special to do, whether it's, I mean, you know, I guess they have a minimal amount of people, but you can pay for two. Well, people could have two, just pay for ten. <laughs> right? People, people do that. People do people that. Do I'm that. sure they do. Right, either because they're nervous about COVID or they yeah. just want to have a romantic evening. This is beautiful. What wines would you recommend for have, to have this? Oh, I should have had Gabe Gillis come too. He would have loved this. <laughs> what wine? What wine? Like I would imagine a nice wine pairing would be good also with this. People like sake. We do sake pairing also. Um, but I feel like a white wine could be good. Some people do rosé. I mean, it really depends. I have a rosé like. in the fridge. Is it too <laughs> early to open up a rosé? I'm serious. Naomi starts early in the morning. Okay, yeah. whatever. It's Erev Shabbos. You know, when you're listening to this, I'm inspiring you. Should I get a rosé? They, they actually have now a lychee-flavored sake that oh. we've become very fond of. We yeah. love that. My husband, whenever he sees that at the store, he buys it. We actually went to a sake factory in Osaka. Okay. Next course, we come is salmon with truffle miso. Okay. I need to make like a little plate for my... <laughs> okay. Make one little plate to put aside. Give one to ZK, one to my... Like they can alternate. They can share. <laughs> I'm being very bossy here. I want to make sure everyone's happy. Okay. 
Yeah. Is it cucumber? Okay. No, jalapeno. that's jalapeno. Okay, is this very spicy? This no. It was official. It was a uh, miso we sauce. We need a photo. Can you grab a photo? Gabby, take some photos mm -hmm. of this. Like this. Yeah. Here, like this. We need to take some photos. No, for Here, like this. And then we're going to, like, this can be the intro page. We'll send it to our rummy. <laughs> okay, here, here we go. One, two, three. <laughs> I'm very expressive. Okay, is it going to be... What do you say? No, is it? Is it going to be very spicy? Right. No. no. This okay. is my favorite piece. This is this one of my one? favorite pieces. Oh, my God. This is one of my favorite There's pieces. so much flavor. Oh, my God. It's so good. This might be the best sushi I've ever had. <laughs> that was amazing. With that, it tickles your tongue. It tick like he just brought all those flavors together: the spicy, the sweet, right. the heat, yeah, smoke. 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 Are they, I'm talking to two, Gabby and Naomi. Both have the finest palates. They can pick out any Thank single you. ingredient in a rest, in a or flavor in a bite of food. <laughs> I, I could eat like a plate of that. That's yeah. so good. Ah, uh, um, okay. So let's just talk now for a second about. All the different kinds of fish. So we had salmon, we had tuna, and I'm seeing now a white-colored fish over there. What is that? That's a yellowtail. Yellowtail. Yellowtail is my favorite. My kids know they have to leave it for me when we order. I'm like, no, no, that's mine. <laughs> okay. That's so I, I think that the Rosses are going to be having the amakase <laughs> at their house very soon. Okay, so he's plating up the... The yellow tail, and he's again, he's torching it. He loves that torch. That's a creme brulee torch. <laughs> oh my god, this is so cool. <laughs> okay, so we've got white fish on top of rice. You should know, I love fish. I love fish. I had uh, Moshi Schoenfeld from Aussie's Fish over a couple of weeks ago on our, one of our shows. I never know when. <laughs> I lost track of time since Corona. Um, and it's just absolutely outstanding. Um, have, a, have a piece of ginger, cleanse your palate. Okay, but. Okay, so let's talk about the, the uh, maybe Naomi can explain it a little bit. In yeah. What's with the different gingers? This isn't a yellow ginger? Well, they use like a little bit of dye with the, the pink ginger that you get. Oh, okay. So this is more raw. Because ginger is light in color. No, no, it's pickled. It's pickled. It's, it's pickled ginger. But I don't love ginger in general. Ginger is tremendously healthy in a, in a digestive Digest in a digestive sense, but also um, it really cleanses all of the flavors from your palate. Oh, That's this yeah. is it. I, I see what you mean. Oh, yeah. I'm, tr I'm crunching on you but guys. But al also, <gasps> they put they put food coloring in our wasabi in America also because it's not real wasabi. Yeah, yeah, I know. We had we got to try the real stuff. Oh, okay. It's okay, what is this? This is uh, yellowtail ginger oil. Ginger oil. See, I like Scally. things like this. Like, I cook with ginger, but I don't eat, like like to eat the pickled ginger. Like. By the way, you guys forgot to do this. Okay, yeah. I was just... Well, I was going to wait till the next round. Oh, Let's okay, eat fine. this, okay. and then you'll show us how that works. Sure. Okay, and then we're going to get Miriam Schreiber on the phone from Chicago. After this bite, we'll get Miriam on. This is scallion Sorry? This is ginger oil. Yellow yeah, yeah, ginger oil. Yes. Okay, is it... All right, I'm letting, I'm going to watch Naomi eat and then, and Gabby, and then I'll take a bite. Because we can't take all bite at all at once. Guys, how much fun is this show, right? Like, this is so I, much fun. Hopefully I'm having the a great time here. Thank you for having us. It's right, CK, a you having some? Yeah. I got some for you and there should be some for Tzvi. Everyone's yeah, going to be happy. Everyone's going to get. Oh, is it? This is so good. Okay, Gabby, Naomi, you talk while I eat. 
so ginger also has a like fresh ginger and I'm always telling this to I, I'm a, I do a lot of um, teaching I'm a cooking instructor ginger fresh ginger has the most bright citrusy notes it's not at all like it's powdered cousin so when you have it infused into an oil like this on top it in a very subtle way just makes the whole thing pop a little bit because of that brightness from the citrus like it, it's not a citrus thing ginger but it has this citrusy brightness to it mm, really interesting. good that was great okay now while we get miriam on the phone um CK is going to do that for me. Um, what So on the place setting that they set up for me um, is a – I thought this was a breath freshener. I'm holding up a little tiny circle in a little packet. Does this not look like when you go to a wedding and they give you a breath freshener after the no. after the smog if you're going to the chuppah? And they're like, no, 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 no. Why don't you tell me what this is? So it's a hand towel, actually. This is a towel. Is a yeah, towel. and it grows in okay. water. Okay, we're gonna so have. That's to... why you have a little cup of water okay. on your plate. We're gonna need ZK to uh, zoom in on this. Normally, we tell people to do it at the beginning, <laughs> but now it's good too. <laughs> ZK, you don't know my password to my phone. <laughs> we're trying to get uh, Miriam on the this phone using. Water to make it yeah. Okay. okay, so I'm holding up a little cup. Yeah. It's got how much is water? Is this a tablespoon? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm taking my little. Is this ZK? Is this oh zoomed up? Zoomed in? Um, now it is. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, watch this, guys. Or I'm going to describe it when you're listening. Oh, that is so cool. It just absorbs it. Like it. Oh, my gosh. And now it opens up. And you open up, yes. And then you can... Oh, this is so cool. And now you this can just so cool. dab your face, <laughs> wipe your hands, and... Sh for, like, people to keep in their purses. I know. Yeah. Can, can I have some? Like, we... When COVID started getting, like, bad, I was like, we have to do, you know, we have to get something like this. This is so to clever. To make sure everyone washes their hands. I love this, especially now in these times. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, they just dropped us another piece of this delicious, yeah. what is this one, red snapper? This is a sea bass with... It's sea bass or red snapper? Red snapper. Oh, I'm sorry, red snapper. Look at the skin. Oh, I didn't see that. Yes. Okay, fantastic. I'm going to take a bite of this and I'm going to... Naomi, do you like skin on your sushi? I love skin on my sushi. You like it when they crisp it up? Oh, yeah, I do like when they crisp it up. Is this crisped up? Yeah. Oh, yay, yummy. I'm going to take a bite of this. I'm going to welcome my friend Miriam Schreiber as soon as I finish eating this delicious... You guys have got to talk. You guys got to eat while I talk. Okay, so, looks good, Gabby. What did you think? She's eating. It's definitely much fishier. Um, well, snapper, snapper is a yeah, little fishier. I don't think I've ever had snapper before. It's, yes, you have, Gabby. I have. Oh. <laughs> well, it's delicious. It's mm. just a little more fishy yeah. than right. um, a, um, the pieces we've already had. But yeah. it's, it's still like delicious. I love different. snapper. This is amazing. I love that you can taste fish. Oh, this was amazing. No, I, 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 I agree with you. It's a, it's a little bit fishier, but it's mm. more of like on the mackerel spectrum, yeah. you know. Absolutely delicious. But different types of fish, you yeah. taste them more than others. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh. This was outstanding. Wow. See, I like Thank that. You. See, I'm a big, big, big fish person. Okay, we're going to just – well, he sets up. Our next chef, Yaoman, is setting up our next fish. Um, we're going to welcome Miriam Schreiber. Hello, Miriam. You, hi, oh, Miriam. I, I didn't know if I was on. Hi. Yeah, hi, You're Miriam. talking about fish. I'm thinking it's 
9.50 in the morning by me. I don't want to hear about fish. But it's okay. so funny. So we were talking actually a lot. I'm ha- we're having a, no, I'm a cast event here on the radio show today, um, which is a Japanese sushi. Oh, I saw that. I, yeah. Right. I saw you did something on that. That's cool. Yeah. So, so we were just reminiscing and Gabby's also on the show. And we're reminiscing when we were in Japan and we went to the fish places and we had that guy you come down that? in the remember morning. I got oh, you that knife. Remember that, that knife? knife. Remember my that be- really cool knife? My best knife. Actually, I should show it to to chef over here. Maybe he can sharpen it. <laughs> that was so cool. That, that fish market was amazing. So cool. Really the, whole, amazing. the whole trip was cool. But now let's talk about your next trip, Miriam. Very exciting. Oh. Where are we going? Dubai. Dubai. So I've been talking about this for a while. People who follow me know um, on on our Nakham Siegel Network listeners know that um, I've in, I've inter- and I've talked spoken about it. Um, the upcoming trip. Why 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 Dubai now? Because it's one of the open countries, right? Well, you know the funny thing is I was going to do this tour already a year ago. Right. I was planning on doing it last year at the end of February, and obviously you know I had to cancel it because. But I was doing it before the Abraham Accord, before, you know, and a lot of people knew that I was doing it. You know, people were signed up. So then I figured, okay, you know, we'll just put it off. And then I thought, okay, by February, everything will be over. We're going to Dubai. Who knew? But um, so we're really excited. You know what? Dubai was always something that I think everybody, like, dreams of going to. It's always, you know, up there. Everybody thought it was so cool. And um, so, okay, so now we're going to Dubai. And it is really cool. You know, I was there for, like, 10 days. And it's just so fascinating to see how incredibly creative and, and forward-thinking they are. And just everything is so big. You know, I went to places that, you know, people don't normally go to on a tour. But even the grocery stores, they were just like mammoth. You never saw so much product, so neatly organized, so clean in one place. It was just mind-blowing. Yeah. Everything is just over-the-top mind-blowing. I'm so excited. I want to see those big supermarkets. Now, there's a lot of Jewish life there. I know the Nachum Siegel Network was in Nachum when a uh, month or two ago. I, I, I don't know what this right, – a right, month ago. Right, they are, they are really – it's personal. When I was there, there were a million Israelis there. It was also crazy. Right, yeah, I don't know but, what's um, going to be now. And things do change on a dime. But one thing that's really been is, thank God, Dubai has been really safe. Um, and uh, what's the process? Safe, it's unbelievable. You feel no – worries about it. First of all, they're so nice and so accommodating and so welcoming and it's so clean. There's no homeless, no nothing. It's just really, you will feel so safe there. It's amazing. Okay. And there's also a lot of Jewish history in the whole Arabian Peninsula. So, you know, we're really going to talk about that a lot, you know. And, you the know right. and, and there's so much business there also, like the Israelis. It, a lot of people have been doing business for a long time. Now it's a little more out in the open. Right. And there's a lot of business to be had between, and it's nice having really good relationships with all of these people. I love that. I'm a very big like. Let's all live and be. Let's all love each other and eat each other's food. That's what I'm all about. I'm very right. much right. a pacifist. Right. I make this, you make that. Let's eat together. Why does the right. world have to and have you problems? Know what? Seriously, very similar to us. I don't they get also it. are very similar to us. They have they're very serious and very modest and not like real loud and out there. You know, very very similar to the way we should be in, you know, in Yiddishkeit. So, so what, sets, what sets your tour apart from everyone else's? Because it's very popular now to go, but there's something special about your tour. But, you you know, can you, you know, share that with it's us? It's funny. A lot of people ask me, like, I don't have a website. I, I don't sign people up off a website. You know, I really, I'm very old-fashioned in that sense. I talk to people. But we really, 
are very attention to detail. We get to know our customers. We really, I really, like I'll make an itinerary and I'll change it once I see all the people that are coming on the tour because I really want to tailor it to the specific people. We really get to know the individuals and we take care of them. We, I also, you know, I like to go places that nobody's ever gone before. I, I, I'm very picky. I'm the biggest most naked. I want to make sure that everyone, you know, like even with the food, you know, it's like you're eating in my home. I serve you like you're eating in my home. Like I like to serve, you know, very barafkas, very upscale. And I, I like to pick hotels that everyone's going to be really, really comfortable with. You know, most tours didn't really go to five-star hotels. I always wanted to go to five-star hotel, iconic five-star hotels. I figure like people are going once in their lifetime. Let them have like the real experience. When Miriam says five star, there's five star and there's a five star that's really like a ten star. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like cuckoo. I go and I feel the sheets. Right. I want to make sure the sheets are really soft. The pillows are really, really comfortable. And the bathrooms, I just want them to be beautiful. And people know. They know they're going to, like, they never have to worry about a hotel. Uh, Can I just tie this all in from the the Japan trip? Okay. You know, we're eating uh, here, we're eating. Japanese style food and when we were in <laughs> Japan the toilets in Japan were amazing I kept calling myself a toilet blogger the the, the toilets in Japan well, the are toilets in Korea you remember the toilets in the four seasons of Korea they had three different types of toilets and we, we had to make them manual we had like to pajamas. we had to have a sheer I promise you on the right. toilets for Shabbos and how to bypass the electric it was crazy well they were so amazing in Korea in general like just the four seasons there because they were like they were like googling Shabbos to right. make sure that they dotted all their eyes and crossed all their teeth and made sure that we had the most amazing Shabbos experience. You know, I don't know if people know that we went to Korea for one of the reasons we went to South Korea for Shabbos was because you know Japan is a real problem with Shabbos and we were like the first tour to be able to go and not have Shabbos issues and you know by going to South Korea for Shabbos, but the South Koreans were so amazing. amazing. And then on Shabbos we went for a walk. We went for a neighborhood walk with a tour guide, right. and then they right. had a, a um, um, not a so demonstration. They had a rally. They had a rally, <laughs> all yeah. holding Israeli flags. They yeah. were so pro-Israel in South in South yeah. Korea. Yeah. We were like plotting. Wow. We're like, and no one had a camera on them. <laughs> of course, a from yeah. crowd, and we're like, right. oh my god! But it's still stuck in my head, even though I didn't take a photo of it. You know, <laughs> um, but right. so Miriam's attention to details amazing every i was telling Miriam oh, so we go places that nobody's gone like we went like in india we went to calcutta like nobody really goes there usually it's just they don't have enough time and i wanted to fit so it much, in the most oh, you so go. much history to it's, calcutta remember the show the show unbelievable it was so magnificent that Baghdadi supported show juxtaposed he's the most gorgeous show juxtaposed the most against the most extreme poverty you know mother Teresa property it was so big and it's so impressive yeah. That they still support this show and it's, that they maintain it. It's unbelievable. And, that, and you didn't come with us, but when we went to Australia, we went to Hayman Island in the Ritzondi Islands, you know, by the Great Barrier Reef. We had our own hotel. We had our own pontoon, completely near scuba diving. You know, even in in Thailand, we went to Koh Samui. I, your daughter went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, you couldn't go. But it was also just something that tourists don't, you know, they have, there's a reason they call them tourist class hotels. I don't do that. I really take people to places that they wouldn't normally go. And no, no, wouldn't normally just... go, right, no, not normally go, but you serve them over-the-top food. Like someone, you know, you go, to, you think you go on a tour and you're getting like, ah, oh, the plain old food, you know, schnitzel right. and hummus. 
Miriam shows like over the top food, like and there's snacks every two feet, every two <laughs> steps is a different kind of snack table. So you have your yeah, choices. Yeah, we're big snack people. We're no, big you wouldn't tell by people. looking at Miriam because she's you know <laughs> very little. I bring my jelly beans. <laughs> Miriam exists on jelly beans. I like. No, but I share them with everybody. You I do, you do. <laughs> um, but but uh, really, like the from the snacks in the morning, she has morning snacks, afternoon snacks, afternoon tea, after. Bedtime snacks, everything. But that we you have somebody that no, we have something that nobody else has. Who? And that's Naomi Nachman. Oh, thank you. But that thank also, you. you know what? That was also like a real game changer. It was something that you know nobody else really was doing, and you know my people got to really learn about food, and they love doing those food demonstrations. When you did those food demonstrations with them. And they learned how to make that food, and they were actually hands-on. Remember in India, like well, Saturday night, we so, were making that. So it very really funny. Cool. See, this show is coming full circle yet again. I'm sitting on my left, Miriam, is Naomi Ross. Naomi Ross actually taught me how to make the roti that I taught the girls how to make on the tour. So really, like, we're all sitting here full circle. So right, everybody's together. Everybody's together. Next time, well, Miriam hasn't been to New York in a while, but you two next, need to meet next time. Miriam, where do you live? In Chicago. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Or else you'd be here on the show right now. So That's okay. right. Amazing. 100%. So if you want to uh, hear more and learn more and join us for an incredible trip of a lifetime, um, a, fi- a 10 Naomi, star trip. I was going to offer something to your listeners. Ooh. A special listener thing. I was going to offer $250 off a person if they sign up by January 15th, only for the people who mentioned Naomi Nachman. Oh, thank you. Um, special for your listeners. Okay, I'm just and, thinking um, of the date now. What's the date today? Okay, today so Today is January 6th. So, right, so but they're going to hear it on the 8th. They're going to hear the show on the 8th. So okay, so you've got 15th. one week. You've got one week to get it together, $250 off. You only have four, week, you only have four weeks to the tour. So I know. It's, it's so, so exciting. It's so, so exciting. exciting. Are, you, are you packed yet, Naomi? Um, well, you know, I'm a very organized person. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I know. First, that's why I said it. <laughs> well, so what I had to do first is kasha my Pesach kitchen downstairs, and then I can pack. So I'm in the middle of kashering. Yeah, so. Miriam, thank you so much for joining us. It's always thank so great to talk me. to you. This it's was so nice. fun. And, and I'm looking forward to you coming on the tour. I can't wait. Okay, thank okay. you, Miriam. Okay, amazing. Bye. Bye, Bye. Gabby. Bye, Neil. Bye. Okay. Okay, so Miriam joined us from Chicago in the middle of our omakase little feast over here. And what have we got coming up next? All right, so we got this piece. It's salmon tomato. What's a special sauce on top? It's Wait, salmon. salmon tomato. Salmon tomato. You had me at tomato. This is like, you know, I, I'm, I don't know if you guys, I'm obsessed with tomatoes. I grow them in the summer. I eat them all year. It's my snack. Some people eat chocolate. I eat tomatoes. What, okay. What, what's the glaze? What is what? There's a glaze. What's yeah. the glaze on oh, this? it's like a miso sauce. Miso a miso sauce. sauce. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is so fun. Tomatoes and salmon. My mouth is watering just even talking about it. Here we go. Mm. Someone has to talk while I chew. <laughs> the tanginess of the tomato with the salmon. It's very interesting because I never would have there, paired it. There are some flavors you don't n- normally think to pair, but it works. That was great, right? I had a feeling because that the acid from the tomato might might be good. Yeah. It was really outstanding. Yeah, it always had good. me of tomato. I love, love, love tomato. That was really very good, really cool. All right, I think we have time for one more. Sure. Um, ZK really is very ZK. Let's hear from you. How's it going, ZK? Really good stuff today. He ha- 
Unbelievable. Amazing. It was amazing, right? I always feel like everything. Right? Out there. What? What? What does that mean? Amazing. Amazing. In Yiddish? Yes. Okay. All right. That was really a... So we have a special piece is coming out right now. A special piece. Very We're going to run a little overtime today, but that's okay. ZK, is that... Okay, we have time. We have time. Okay. Sushi's worth it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So we have this very special piece. Yeah. It's the fattiest piece. It's Toro. Toro. Naomi's jumping in her seat. Naomi hasn't had it for so long. The most expensive piece. The best piece. The fattiest piece. Why is, why is fat good? Maybe Naomi can answer that for us. Why is the fatty piece good? Like fat is flavor, like with meat? The same, the same idea, especially tuna is very similar to, to meat in terms of it, it's being a very, very firm fleshed fish. The belly of the tuna is where you would get the toro from and that there's like this fatty melt in your mouth, almost like butter kind of quality to it. You put it on your tongue and it just sort of, the fat sort of just melts away. Okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> This is really cool. There's only like a small part of the fatty to the it's fatty the belly, part, right? Each yeah. Fish. I mean, it's each fish small. has very. That's why it's so expensive. It's very, very expensive. It's very hard to come because everybody's fats on their belly, right? Even in humans. <laughs> I mean, not me. I'm just so thin, you know. <laughs> it's it's very limited with the supply, so they're all fighting over it, and you're not. That's why you won't get it right. in the supermarket. Right. Oh, so if I went to Aussie Center, can I have some Toro? They'll nope. say, Nope, we don't have. Go to Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> Go to get get or. Come here to Omasake. Omakase. Omakase? Omakase. Do you know, it took me a long time to learn how to say omakase. Yeah, I, I could not say it for a really long time. I kept saying okay instead of instead of oma. I was saying okama. I wasn't getting oh. it right. Now I can say omakase. Um, Gabby made me practice. Is there's, it, there's gold, gold leaves. Leaf in He's there. putting gold leaves. So is this the, how much is a piece of gold leaf worth? Or tuna? How much is toro tuna a pound? If you can even get it. Well, you obviously can get it, it, but just in general. It it really depends on yeah, what it's, it's the quality. Market, it's like depends on the market. So it's a market all value. Day, it's yeah. market value. Market so, rate yeah. is different. You know, like gold. Every week yeah. is different, yeah. Oh. But the gold leaf is expensive too. Okay, can we get a photo? Gold. Okay. Ah. Oh, okay, Naomi's being my photographer. I need a ring light. One of the, Oh, I have a light there. CK came with, came with his camera. And lighting, of course. Okay, did it go? We got it? Oh, beautiful. All right. This is so fun. I'm going to pick up with my chopsticks. I'm now, can I try a piece of gold plain? Of course. I'm eating gold. What does gold taste like? I'll tell you in a second. Probably nothing. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was a little, very fine piece of paper in my mouth. Okay. Okay, I want to. I want to hear from you. Okay, all right. Move. I'm going to eat first, and then Naomi's going to talk. Okay, so describe to them what I have on my plate. Okay, so uh, is this first of all? Is this glazed with anything, or is this just straight toro? No, this is. There's a special sauce that he makes the homemade sauce, and then with toro. Okay. And then a little bit scallions, and gold leaf. So the gold leaf is really just. It's, de it's decorative. Yeah. Correct. It's decorative. To, to show that it's to a fancy show that it's toro. Yeah. But toro can I just say that? Tuna tastes different than, and I love tuna. I've had a lot of tuna in my day. It's completely different than any. It literally melted in my mouth. Here, you you eat it, and I'll talk. That was really outstanding. So, what's the hand rolls that everybody talks about? The hand roll is going to be a salmon, 
uh, salmon with uh, black truffle salt. Okay, so we're going to do one more. We have sure. time for one more. Do we have time for one more? Yeah. It's my show. I say we have time for one more. <laughs> that was so sure. good. Naomi, I think, is crying. Does it bring back memories? <laughs> Naomi, Naomi, You see, the rocks. stars goes around, right? It goes around you. The stars goes around Yeah. My father introduced me to sushi when I was little. Okay. Um, it was like our treat to go out together, and he, we, we would test each other. You know, they have like the little cards where they have the Japanese name. It's like a little chart of the sushi and like you have the yeah, Japanese yeah. name and the English name. And we, while, while we were waiting for it, you would like, we would quiz each other. That's very cute. And That's the Toro cute. was like one of our favorite things. So that brought back good wow. memories. Where did you go that they had Toro? Well, so I didn't, I didn't grow up like a hundred percent kosher in terms oh, okay, of like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a balas chuba, so yeah. We, you know, we didn't. If you don't eat kosher, they have toro everywhere. So we didn't. I mean, we didn't eat shellfish, but like I didn't grow up so so strict when I was little. But it did. It's really weird how the memory, the sensory memory, you take a taste and it can transport you back. Back to the day. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Wow, Father's Bishama should have an aliyah. I know you're thinking about him a little extra yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Wow. <sighs> Yeah, I, you know, I had I had COVID many, many months ago, almost at the beginning, and I lost my sense of smell. And I'm actually worried that it's going to affect my memory because memory and smell is a very strong connection. You still can't smell? I smell about 10%. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I can still taste, thank God. I, I can prove that I tasted it because I tasted everything on this plate and I could... But because I have a little smell, it allows me to taste. But it's it's wow. a little frustrating. Wow. That's crazy. I put food in the oven, and then you know, I because I cook a lot, and I had I can know when it's ready by the smell. A cake, challah, chicken, meat, everything. Right. Uh, oh, food's ready. I can smell it. But now I can't smell it. So I burn a lot of things. I burned something I needed for photo oh shoot. <laughs> so I had to, Melinda had to make it for me and do the photo shoot. Yeah. It was really crazy. It was right before I went to Israel, so I needed to. I'm um, get a photo shoot done, and I burnt the food. So I'm like, ah. It's when when I don't think about it. So you don't think about it. You take it for granted that very often I'll be like in another room, and my nose will tell me, oh, that's right, I have something. Something's ready. Some, something's ready. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I think that it's you know we cook with all our senses, and I feel like this dining experience is multisensory also, because you're you're not only like tasting right, which is you know I guess food is all about. You're seeing it being prepared. And I think that's a really cool yeah. thing to do, like a multi-set. And then you're sitting with other people, whether it's just your your bubble and your loved ones, um, and you're enjoying something together. So you're hearing each other while you're right. eating. Yeah. Like it's everything and you're seeing and you're tasting and then you're touching. Like everything comes well, together. I, th I think that that's actually probably one of the things that's so interesting about th this whole omakase experience is that there's time in between so you can be mindful about each bite. You're not, you don't have a whole platter in front of you. You're thinking only about the one piece in front of you. I love that. And you can only think about that one piece and what it tastes like and what it looks like. And you're thinking right. about it. And you're not wolfing it down because you're only having one at a time. So yeah. you, have the, the, you have the time to be mindful about each bite and you experience it right. much more fully, right. I think. Also, some people, they can't imagine themselves getting full off of 12 sushi pieces. But really, at the end of this, you're so full because you're waiting. Yeah. You're pacing yourself yeah, you're, a little bit. You're not just eating everything and then you're like, you know, I'm still hungry. Right. I'm actually, I'm, ne I'm never full, but <laughs> I'm actually very satisfied. Do you know why we have ginger? Because we take ginger for every single piece 
every single, normally you're supposed to take every single piece of each fish you put in ginger. When you put the ginger, it'll change your taste of like each piece. Cleanser. Correct. Yeah. Like, yeah, they said that. Uh-huh. Someone said that before, yeah. Okay, so he's, Chef is coming around. Thank you, Chef. You're welcome. <laughs> give, give him a round of applause. We are yeah. a little bit in overtime. Okay, have a look at this. It's like an ice cream cone, but we yeah. see <laughs> This is so fun. How do you eat a hand roll like this? Because it's you not just, a one-biter. You just, you you just keep biting it. This is four bite. bites. Yeah, it's about yeah, four bites. Bites, Okay, yeah. I'm going to sign off for the show and then eat this after the show. I just want to thank Samantha and Abraham for thank coming. You. Chef thank Yaman you for having for us. Thank you so My much pleasure. for having us. Thank you. Uh, Chef, thank you, Yaman, thank for you coming so and, and making us something yummy. Yummy, don't pack up yet. <laughs> <laughs> no Naomi Ross, Naomi Ross Cooks, a uh, cooking instructor, a blogger. She has an amazing website. Follow her. She's incredible. You Thank can you. see just from here her wealth of knowledge is amazing. And she'll be back in a couple of weeks. Um, we'll you. try to get you back on the show. It's really been Thank a while. You. Thank, you. Thank you, ZK, for coming and, and setting up here. Uh, my daughter, Gabby, who's had to run out to a meeting. And we'll finish her. She'll finish her food later. Uh, we have music sponsored by our friends at Kedem right up until Lich Benching. I want to wish you all a Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>